Hey, welcome to WCPO Lounge Acts. I'm your host, Austin Fast, and we're joined here in the WCPO Digital Lounge by Young Heirlooms. Thank you guys so much for coming in tonight. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. So um, there's six of them here, as you can tell. It's pretty crowded in here. I've never seen the Digital Lounge so packed with musicians, but we're really excited to have you guys here. Um, so if you guys don't know, Young Heirlooms are putting out a, a new album on Friday, uh, October 20th. So they're having a show at the Woodward Theater. Um, I want to say 8 o'clock at night is when that is. Um, so you can hear songs from their new album there. Uh, you can buy merchandise from them. You can talk to them. They're lovely people. Um, but if you can't go to there or if you want a preview, we're going to hear some stuff from their new album uh, today, right now. Um, so first up, we've got Silverglade. And then after that, uh, Bury Me With My Hammer, which both of those were the singles from The Hammer, which is their new LP. So stick around after the music and we'll chat a little bit more, find out more about their album and about them as a group. So this is Young Heirlooms for WCPO Lounge Acts.
This next song is a single off of our record, The Hammer, called Bury Me With My Hammer, which will be, of course, available on our vinyl full-length album, as well as on a special 7-inch
Sounds amazing. You guys out there on Facebook, you've been watching Young Heirlooms. They're here with us in the digital lounge. We had to make more space in the lounge for them. They've got six of them here. Um, Chris, would you mind just going around and introducing you, uh, the rest of your band for us? <clears throat> to my immediate right is Kelly Fine. Next to her is Lara Bach. And Kelly's on vocals and mandolin yes, guitar. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Laura's on vocals. And she plays mandolin. mandolin as well. And mandolin. Sorry about that. And uh, Kyle plays varieties of basses, electric and upright. We've got uh, Charles Alley over here holding down the corner with the drums. And we've got Steve Halkey on multiple guitars, baritone, pedal, lap, all of the guitars. Plays everything, grab bag. <laughs> Multi-talented. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming in here. So uh, they're here because they are releasing a new album called The Hammer. It's coming out Friday, October 20th. They're going to play a special <laughs> album release show at the Woodward Theater at 8 p.m. Friday, October 20th. So you don't want to miss it. Um, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about this song? Uh, it was the lead single from your album, Bury Me, Bury Me With My Hammer. Um, I saw on your website you had a quote from Mark Twain. Uh, Absolutely. That dealt with this song. Can, can I read the, the quote first? Um, please. I wrote it down just Wonderful. to make sure I didn't yes, screw it up. Read it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those really inspirational things. Um, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. Correct. Yeah, so so t- I agree, first of all, mm-hmm. with that quote. And we've come to realize in working together that this is what we feel called to do. Um, this is the reason we were born. And that's a very exciting realization and a very exciting time in all of our lives. So this record, The Hammer, draws a lot of inspiration. Its name, its namesake from this single, which is Bury Me With My Hammer, symbolizing I'm going to be using my hammer every single day, working towards my craft and working towards my goals and working with and, you know, doing what I love with the people that I love. So you might as well just go ahead and bury me with my hammer because it's going to be in use for a while. <laughs> awesome. We're, I mean, we're glad to hear. I'm so happy. Um, I want to say that we have a local Cincinnati band in here today because we have a lot of outstanding musicians from all around the country who come visit us here on Lounge Axe. But it's always, you know, I feel like the local bands have a special place in my heart. So I'm glad that we're able to feature you guys today. Thank you. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you guys, so it was Kelly and Chris. I mean, you guys kind of started as a duo and then you added some members uh, over the past few years. Mm-hmm. I, I think from what I Correct. from what I understand, yes. this configuration of the band has been together for three years, going on four, going on four. rounding home. Here we go. <laughs> and um, hopefully many more. Yeah, hopefully many more to come. But um, this will be our first record with this lineup of six and with this this voice that we have mm-hmm. as a band. The sound. And mm-hmm. um, I saw somewhere you did you guys meet at a music contest or what exactly was it up in it Dayton? It was a music Festival, festival that was affiliated with the University of Dayton, which okay. is where I was for my undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, go Flyers for all my <laughs> Flyers tuning in tonight. Um, I hope there are a lot of them up there. We love I do Dayton. too. Um, yes. So Chris and I just happened upon each other's sets that night. He was actually sitting in for someone who couldn't make it to that show, playing guitar, not a permanent fixture of the band, as I understand correctly, for that night. He's like, no, I mean, not you the can case. feel free to add yeah. it. Throw feel free in. to you chime in here. There. <laughs> um, I do know that it was like fortuitous that y'all were there that night. Yeah. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Something. Someone backed out, and the, and and your show happened that night. Yeah. And I caught his show, and then he caught my solo act, and we started writing music the next day. And very next day. Right. Very like, next just day. Just like that. Yeah. Finish a song. Were you Were you also <laughs> in Dayton at that time? No, I was living in Cincinnati, and. Uh, yeah, I just happened to be up in Dayton, mm-hmm. and we both liked what we saw and liked what we heard, and it was 
it was just magic from there. You know? Fates aligned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad to hear it. Um, I also heard that you spent some time in Appalachia down in Kentucky. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Can you tell me a little bit about that and what kind of influence that's had on your, your songwriting? Sure. As, well, as a duo? Definitely. So I, the festival that we met at was a fundraiser for this uh, Appalachian program that was through my university called the University of Dayton Summer Appalachia Program, where instead of building houses, you're building community, you're building, you're doing teen camps so that kids have a safe place to go and hang out in the summertime that they can talk about real life issues in a non-oppressive way or like in a safe space safe place. Also did a day camp for kids down there and volunteered at the nursing home. So we spent a lot of time driving to all of these different places because nothing is close to each other. And there are a lot of windy roads. Where exactly were you? So Eastern Kentucky in Salyersville, which is kind of my natural bridge. If you're familiar with the gorge, (laughs) the Red River Gorge. Probably pretty mountainous, kind (laughs) of Very beautiful. Very isolated. The only radio we had access to or that like generally could reach where we were was all different varieties of country and western and folk and Appalachian music and and up until that point I had been primarily listening to pop songwriter um, music and once I was down there I became inspired by these different ideas and concepts about how to like craft your story and it really rubbed off on me to the point that our band is a folk Americana project and I mean, you're even getting compliments. I mean, you just got nominated for a Cincinnati Entertainment Award for Best Folk Americana Band for uh, in Cincinnati and also Best Live Act. So that's exciting. Very exciting. Um, did you guys just find out about that? or We did just find out this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a couple of days ago. So, yeah. so the awards are Thank in November. Thank you, City Beat. What's that? Thank you, City Beat. Yeah, so, you know, we have our fingers crossed for you. I mean, um, our old friends Dog Yap are also nominated. So it's... We've had, we had them on, on last year, if you guys are familiar with them. We're yes. big fans. Um, so our loyalty has kind of be kind of split here, I think. It's but nothing but love. It's nothing but love around child, here. You can't choose a favorite child, as they say. But we'll be rooting for you guys um, next month when, when the award ceremony happens. Um, but you were telling me earlier you got um, some sort of an award that you weren't even— what was that you were just telling me out in the hallway a little bit ago? You weren't even nominated and you won an award? Yes. I think there was Something one, like that. There was I, one year where— a lot of bands didn't get nominated, and so they're like, all right, we're going to make a category of best band not nominated, <laughs> and you can write yourself in if you want, and we wrote ourselves in, and our people voted. And apparently a lot people's of other people awards. in Cincinnati, <laughs> a lot of people voted. in. Yes. So, so awesome. Congratulations. You. you know, that's one way to do it. Just bust in and get the awards. So <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be standing critically acclaimed alongside you tonight. Awesome. <laughs> um, you've also done something uh, kind of interesting with um, Soul Step Records. I saw that you put out, well, they do a series where they put out um, singles, I think, mm-hmm. in, co- in cooperation with a lot of local breweries here in town, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. Um, how did you guys get involved in that? I think Steve would be best qualified yeah. to answer this question. Well, um, he met Melvin. Yeah, so Melvin runs Soul Step Records, and he actually reached out to me because me and him kind of had a few mutual acquaintances. And, uh, Actually, through Plaid Room Records, go there, buy stuff. And um, <laughs> he decided he thought it would be a good idea for us to do a single, a seven-inch vinyl. And we were working on a record, and we thought it was a great idea, too. And um, what they do is they partner this single, this vinyl, very limited release and like, a bunch of different wacky colors and stuff like that. And uh, they pair it with a local brewery who does a, 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 a brew or a beer specifically for that concert and that single release party. And so we teamed up with Braxton Brewery, Soul Step Records. We released 
bury me with my hammer on a seven inch. And on the other side, we did, uh, our version of Neil Young's, um, Ohio, which is super topical. It makes sense in our climate and what we were going through. And we, um, we decided it would be great to do that physical release only, which you can still get at our shows and stuff like that, which is great. But, um, the show is a whole lot of fun. It was at Braxton brewery. Um, a delicious beer. We got to play for like an hour and a half and all of our friends were there and it was just a really great time. And, uh, he actually, we, we had such a fun time doing the single that he's partnering up with us for our full length, our EP. So at our show on Friday, we're going to have our full length, the hammer LP available and ready a hundred limited color. I think that there's only going to be a certain amount left because his subscription service is going to sell a bunch. And so hopefully you get a chance to come down and get one of those. And then, uh, yeah, it's just been a really beneficial partnership with him. He's been really great. And that's good to hear. So what kind of beer did Braxton come up with for you guys? What's the, uh, the young heirlooms beer? Do you guys remember? I think it was like a modified version of the storm. The storm. Yeah, is, which which is, one is. Was it grapefruit in it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Did they, uh, like, were they inspired by our music? Or do you know how Braxton exactly came up with it? You don't know the secret behind your own beer? Uh, Yeah, I know. Okay, we got to ask him. Have to write a letter. Yeah, exactly. Make a call. (laughs) We're going to make some calls here at WCPO. I'll get to the bottom of this. Um, But Steve, while I have you here, I want to ask you about the instruments you're playing, that you're playing. Um, So uh, you're playing pedal steel, and lap steel. I got that right. Pedal steel guitar, lap steel guitar. You know, these are these are some pretty cool instruments. You don't get to see a lot. Um, how did you get into those? And then, and how did you get involved with Young Heirlooms? Well, I uh, totally lied to them and told them I knew how to play one <laughs> because they were looking for a pedal steel player, and they were my favorite band in town. And so Chris, who I knew from, we have acquaintances from when we worked uh, at a music store locally. He's like, I heard you have a pedal steel. And I said, yes, I definitely own one. He's the only person I knew. He didn't ask me if I could play one. So I really, I guess I didn't lie to him. But uh, yeah, so I ended up showing up to a practice with an instrument that I've played about 25 times. And I knew about four chords on. And I was able to fake it well enough to where they didn't realize that I was totally lying about it. And uh, Did you guys have any idea? No. So I remain duped. duped. <laughs> yeah, and so I got to start bringing more and more guitars and stuff that I actually knew how to play mm-hmm. so that I could not sound like a jerk all the time, which is really great. And Yeah, I've just been riding their coattails as long as possible. Well, I mean, it, it, it's working out. It sounds, I mean, I love that old kind of country twang sound that it adds into it. It's something, you know, a lot of bands don't have. makes you guys a little bit, a little bit unique. Um, so let's talk a little bit. You mentioned Ohio um, from Stills Crosby, Nash & Young, um, which ends your your new album that just comes out i want to ask you guys how did you decide i mean you mentioned it's it's topical um how did you guys settle on that for your for your record because well i want to get a little background first for someone who um for anyone listening who doesn't know you know that was uh back in the 70s i think 1970 back when the kent state massacre happened up up in uh near akron in kent ohio at the university there so um there were four i think four people died uh when national guard soldiers went in and um so why did you guys decide to cover this song? Um, well, it's a song that we all love. It's a song that they had performed previously. And then we kind of reimagined it when all six of us were in a room together. Um, when we went and recorded, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We hadn't planned on recording it at all. And we were going to dinner with our engineer and the guy who runs the studio. And Ashley, Ashley Shepard at Audio Grotto said that he wasn't going to let us have our tracks unless we recorded this tune. 
because he liked how he played it. And so um, the story is that he, he, that Neil Young, when he wrote the song, went out in the woods or something like that, and he wrote the tune, and one day came back, and when they recorded it, they did not two takes. And the second take is the one they kept. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it ended up happening when we recorded it as well. Just two takes, and you... One to get levels, and then we did the, we kept the second one, and we really enjoyed it. And uh, we were lucky enough to have the rights to put it on a physical release, which it'll be on that seven inch, which is available at all our shows. And then it didn't make it onto our full length. That's yeah. The the last track will be one we're playing tonight. Actually, I'm sorry. I was I put out fake news there. I apologize for that. <laughs> totally fine. As far as why the motivation for playing it, I mean Kelly, she kind of sums it up perfectly when she talks about like. It just kind of makes sense to play it when it, it like, felt n- new it, with the climate, with the way things are going. Like the lyrics feel revitalized; they feel new again. So, like, why, while it's based on a, a real tragedy and something that really terrible happened, like when you really listen to the song, when you pay attention, it's it's something that you that we feel now. And so when we realized that we play it well and when we had a recording of it, it just kind of, the stars kind of aligned and it made sense to release it when we did and really, really proud of it and really happy how we played. So, Well, I mean, it sounds, I've heard it several times. It sounds awesome. I'm sorry. I I thought it was going to be, because what you sent me, it's the last song in there. So I I heard that, but it's still on your single, on the B side of your single. So it it is available for people to get it. Absolutely. when, so he said you guys started uh, playing it before he came on. Um, what exactly was your inspiration for, you know, he's, he's mentioning the current political climate. Do you guys care to comment on that? We your, love Neil Young. We love that? Neil Young. We always joke that we're all Neil Young's nieces and nephews yeah. um, or that he's Neil. like our granddad or something uh-huh. weird. Like something weird always <laughs> comes up in a show um, just because we love him. And um, that song is just, it's, it was very appropriate. It was a very appropriate message for... The political climate that we have right now. Gotcha. Well, that works. Relevant. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, where do you guys want to go? So you're just putting out um, this album. It's your first one as a as a six piece group now. Um, where do you guys see yourself? You know, down the road in a couple years. Do you want to, um, you know, go? Well, actually, I'm just gonna leave it open ended. <laughs> not try to confine you guys. Where do you guys see yourselves in five to ten years? Well, we definitely plan on touring this album out and traveling with this record and making sure everybody in the Midwest and beyond gets a chance to hear it and know what our story is and and what we like and what we are like and who we are. Um, hopefully, it'll be quicker than four years before we put out another record. So that's definitely on the horizon. Be another record, and just playing and being together and being friends for as long as humanly possible all the goals <laughs> sounds good i mean what uh do you guys have any particular uh what's your most interesting experience that ha- that's happened to you guys on the road while you've been out on tour any one thing stick out above everything else i mean there's one i mean the jack's So before we were even like named as mm-hmm. a band, Chris and I got this cool opportunity to open in the University of Dayton arena for Jack's Mannequin. And it was like 1,600 people. Yeah, like huge show, half awesome. of the arena. We were not named. We were just Chris and Kelly. No Facebook page, no website, no business cards, no CDs, no clue, basically, what we were doing. But... We rocked it, and it was really fun. We only had four original songs. We played, like, four original songs and three covers at the in front of all these people, and it was, like, such a dream. And I just kept thinking, I hope I come back here someday when I have, like, 
a better grip on what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Well, I mean, I think that day is now. You guys seem to have a grip on everything with this new album coming out. So <laughs> good for you guys. Um, do you guys have a dream band that you'd love to, to tour with? Have you guys thought about that before? I mean, you mentioned opening for them, but who else would you guys like to like to play with in the Say future? Ryan Adams. <laughs> it's a good we one. like him. Yeah, if you're out there. Hi, Ryan. Ryan. Please. Hey there. Nickel Creek. Yeah? There's mm-hmm. a bunch. Also. Yeah. Too many to list. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's... Scary. That What's would that? be scary. Scary? Intimidating to yeah. do? It probably would, but I, I think you guys could do it. I believe in you. We believe in you here at WCPO. Um, all right. Well, let's get back to your music then. So um, I think you told me the next song you're going to play is Jellico, which yes. uh, is that named after a city in Tennessee? That is a city in Tennessee. This particular song is actually named after a water hole, okay. a swimming hole in eastern Kentucky. All right. Well, um, let's hear it. Yes. So this is Jellico yes. by the Young Heirlooms for WCPO Lounge Acts. Gonna make my own fortune Digging red clay in the sun Gonna sound the call of freedom You hear me when I come You will see me from the water Water when I
Thank you so much for joining us online tonight. Hope to see you in person, in real life, at our show at the Woodward Theater on Friday. This is the song that closes our album, The Hammer, and the song is called Over and Over, and it's about being there for your friends and being there.
listening to Young Heirlooms here in the WCPO Lounge. Uh, that was Over and Over. And before that, we heard Jellico, which are both from their new album coming out on Friday, October 20th, The Hammer. Thank you, guys. Laura, Kelly, Chris, Steve, Chris, and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> That was a real challenge, I think. <laughs> I had to study. Um, it was a challenge for y'all in here. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Brian Nice, who did an awesome job. Thank you, Brian. You know, mixing, making sure, you know, all the complicated setup that y'all sounded great. Um, out on Facebook Live, we had a guy named David Fine. He's demanding an encore. Uh, <laughs> oh, which, my gosh. You know him? That is my father. Oh, yeah? Bless his heart. I, I was wondering who's related. Okay. Yes. But, um, I mean, his encore is Friday. Or he can get an encore whenever he wants if he's your yeah. dad. So. I, yeah, it sounds like we're out of time. <laughs> we are, unfortunately, out yes. of time. But <laughs> Friday night is the time for an encore of <laughs> yes. WCPO Digital Lounge Act. So I think tickets are $7 <laughs> if you want it. Uh, yes. If you get it before, $10 Correct. if you come the day of at the Woodward Theater, which is on Main Street and over the Rhine in Cincinnati. Um, if people want to find out more of your, find out more about you, find more of your music, how can they do that? They can do so on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash young heirlooms or at our website, young Perfect. All right. Well, if you enjoyed what you saw here, uh, Brian Neese has produced a ton of other great, uh, videos that are all on our YouTube page. Uh, you can also see wcpo.com slash lounge to find more. You can check us out. We're on all the the interwebs, wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, yeah, check us out. Find more. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. I'm your host, Austin Fast, and we'll see you later.